Hey, y'all. Y'all hear that? Yeah. We about to start another episode. Yeah. We about to start another episode. Yeah. I'm not even going to play with y'all, but thanks for tuning in, you guys. This is another layer podcast with Mercy. Every Tuesday, an episode is going to drop. So watch out. episode so welcome everyone welcome thank you for taking time out of your evening to go ahead and listen to your girl on another layer let me just go ahead and give you a little bit of background about the title just a little bit not too much but have you ever found yourself feeling like you're going through the same shit again have you ever felt like that the same shit again but the caveat to that is, is that you're not. Yeah, you already been through it. You've been through level one, two, three, four. And now your ass is on level 10. So everything that you learned in those previous levels, you're going to use them on level 10 to get through what's next. So yeah, you know, another layer, another level. It goes hand in hand. I know that's a little deep right off back, but hang on. Hang tight. Bear with me. We're going to ease into this. Just stay tuned. If you haven't already listened to my trailer, please press pause and head back and listen to my trailer. Um, Just a little bit about me, your host. I'm 29. You can call me Mercy. I'm from Inglewood, California. I'm currently in Seattle. Been here for three years. Um, I'm pretty sure everyone's wondering why did you move from Inglewood to Seattle? Isn't it different? Hell yeah, that shit is different. I mean, it's really different, but I needed to change the scenery and I just needed to do something different. And within the last three years, that has been the case. I mean, I had a completely different plan about where I thought or uh, where I think I should be by now, and I am nowhere near that. I'm actually in a better place, and I'm not just saying from the looks of it. I'm also just, I'm saying that just mentally I'm in a better place, like a better place than I was six months ago, a year ago, shit, two years ago. I mean, just completely different. I just feel more centered, and I feel more connected with myself and I've always been connected with myself but I feel like I'm connected with myself on a whole whole nother level right so another layer so um I had this planned years ago that I've always wanted to do a podcast because I always wanted to help people and throughout the years um just letting this idea sit dormant because I didn't know how to get it up and running. And during that time, YouTube, for some reason, did not have a video to address the questions that I necessarily had. And I also didn't have the circle or the type of people around me who listened to podcasts, did anything with podcasts, knew anything about some type of recording equipment or anything like that. So I was definitely starting fresh, starting new, and that can 
be discouraging, but needless to say, here I am because instead of going one way, I figured out different ways to make this become reality. And it's also a good thing because it's right on time. I'm way more experienced. I have way more things to talk about, way more things to share, and that can, I can actually shed light on. So I am definitely in a different space than I was Um, before I mean even six months ago I quit my job I moved back to the city because I was living in a very small town and I just wanted to give myself time to actually build back up my foundation right so that means a savings that means figuring out what what my life is going to look like in six months and where I see it going right so for me that meant I moved in a house full of roommates. I got a job. You know, I started actually a savings account for the purpose of saving, not just an account that I'm just throwing money in, like something for a purpose, right? Just so I can get back into the motion of doing for Mercedes and watering that and seeing that growing. And to me, I was just like, okay, in six months, I'm gonna get my own place. I'm going to start creating my community while I'm out here, pouring into that, seeing what different interests spark me, and just tending to that, right, so it can grow and water it and watch it and give it the sun and the food that it needs. And so, so that's where I was at in my life, right? Three months ago, I got into this comfortable space because I'm like, okay, well, I can deal with this. I can deal with continuously dealing with shit from a landlord because I'm pretty sure we've all been through that or we're all going through something like that where you just get comfortable because you know what you're dealing with all right let's run this shit back let's let's run it back to the landlord piece where I said I knew what I was dealing with nah We're going to touch on having expectations based off of what people show you later on. But we're going we gonna to touch on the fact about this landlord shit. What is up with landlords? So, out here in Washington, it's, it's, it's a lot different than when I was renting in California. Out here, they charge you an admin fee, an application fee, which is the same everywhere, right? But they also charge you a holding deposit, a standard deposit. And you better hope your credit is good enough because they may charge your ass an additional deposit, okay? So when you transitioning and you trying to make moves and start fresh, who got all that money? Plus the first of the rent. Let's not forget that either. You know, so who actually has all of that money? right up front especially when you are in a transition right so I ended up connecting with this guy named Roderick and he owns multiple houses throughout the Seattle area and he rents them out to young professionals sound cool right I mean utilities included um you get a what is that? I wouldn't say a maid, but someone who comes once a week and actually cleans the house, um, internet, supplies all the paper supplies. I mean, you name it. And 
They're actually cool places. Needless to say, the place I'm in, or I was in at the time was one house, eight roommates. I had the basement level floor. Um, and I just wasn't really vibing with that space for other reasons. Noise. Because I can hear everything when someone is upstairs cooking. So your girl been missing out on some sleep. So sorry if I snapped on you in any way in these last six months. I just been sleepy. I'm tired. But needless to say, I said, let me go ahead and consider one of his other houses. You know, switch it up, pay a little more, get the master, you know walk-in closet I can record in there chilling on bathroom don't have to share it so so I was definitely looking forward to something like that having my own space in a sense right so two weeks before I found out someone who lives in that house that I was moving to got COVID yeah I'm gonna say that again she got COVID so I reached out to Roderick and, and said, hey, this was just brought to my attention that this is what's going on in this house and I can't risk getting this. I've had people in my family who have gotten this COVID. I have people who I'm around every day who I can't risk even passing that on to them, right? Knowing that I'm living in a house with someone who has COVID. So I asked him, what are my options? Well, if you don't move in, you're going to be on the hook for the three-month lease. So you t- so you telling me that's close to $4,000 that I got to give you because I'm not comfortable? Because I'm worried about my health? And I said, okay, let me think about this. So then I reached out and I said, can you give me proof that she no longer has COVID? Oh, yeah, I can get you proof. He sends me a picture of a letter saying that she still has COVID, but she is not showing any symptoms. So she is asymptomatic, which is worse, in my opinion. That is way much worse. Okay? And it could take longer than 14 days for somebody to get over it. Trust me, I know. Like I said, I've had people in my family who have had this. So I said, okay, so now that you know that she's actually positive, what are my options? Okay, I'm not going to hold you to the lease. Oh, is that right? Yeah, you're not going to hold I didn't say all of that. I just said, okay, say no more. I'm going to take that option. I don't even care about what other option. But I almost was put into a situation. And I could have got COVID. Your girl could have got COVID. Crazy. Good thing I reached out and I was made aware of this. Because if I didn't, I would have walked up in that. I would have walked up in there. Man, I would have had other people walking in there with me. I could have got COVID. Like, I could have almost got COVID just by being up in there. And I could have possibly gave it to other people or put other people's lives at risk as well. Shit's crazy crazy all right so that's the backstory let's go back to the regular program three months ago 
I got into this comfortable space because I'm like, okay, well, I can deal with this. I can deal with continuously dealing with shit from a landlord because I'm pretty sure we've all been through that or we're all going through something like that where you just get comfortable because you know what you're dealing with right and I just forgot about that whole plan which was when six months hit okay it's time to make another move where you can finally just be stable and actually put your roots in and you can figure out what you want to do but I chose comfort I ain't gonna even lie I felt comfortable I didn't even think twice I didn't even think about the fact that I had a whole nother plan jotted out jotted down and I didn't even fall through with it but God had a bigger plan I mean I believe in God and when I say God that could be whoever you want it to be it could be yourself your inner self whoever it want to be but needless to say he had a bigger plan than me because two weeks ago my comfort level my comfort box whatever you want to call it was no longer a box and I was presented with a decision to either be comfortable and not safe and not healthy to oh you got to step out of your comfort box and actually do what you were supposed to be doing and stick to the plan that you set out six months ago right so I had to find a place to live. I only had two weeks to find a place to live, come up with the money. Um, but it was crazy because unconsciously, I was already planning for all of this to happen. Like everything kind of fell into place. I found a place within two days. I've already had the deposit um already have the move in like I, I was I, I'm already set you know and I was just freaking out because this was something that's just rushed and it really tested me and probably a couple days before I had to before I found out that I had to find another place to stay I was talking to my twin sister yes I'm a twin for those that don't know and I was telling her that I feel like something is about to happen like I feel like I'm being prepared for something. Something is about to happen. And I feel it. Like, I feel it in my bones. Um, and then the next day, I found out, you got to find another place to live. And guess what? You only got two weeks. So figure that shit out. <laughs> Baby. And I'm kind of at this space in my life where I am done letting life swallow me and take control of me and change the direction that I'm headed in. I'm done with that. I'm done with that. So when this happened, I was like, okay, how am I going to handle this? Yes. Was I overwhelmed? Hell yeah. Still had to go to work and act like none of this stuff was going to happen. Still had to also protect my own space because I also had to be aware of not unloading on on other people who are around me the people who are my community right and that's a question it's just like what does community look like to you and that could be a tribe a community um your group of friends your family I mean you name it but 
for me, that was one of the most important things, moving to Seattle. And then even coming back to the city, it was just like, I need to focus on building my community and what does that look like? And just to kind of focus, you know, I think of three core values. And I mean, there's other values that I would love to touch on, um, but I just really want to focus on three. And I'm going to say honesty and trust. That's That goes hand in hand. I need people in my community that is going to be honest with me and people who I can trust. I don't want to have to second guess about your character. I don't want to have to second guess if you're being honest with me, if you're being upfront with me, and you, you're actually holding me accountable by you being honest, right? Also, just being dependable. Show up. Enough of that talk. I mean, I'm all about action. Show up. Like, because if you don't show up for yourself first, how are you going to show up for the people in your community? And your community is, is the people who you call on. The people who you reach out to, right? The good, the bad, and the ugly. So dependability is another one. And then service. Service. And it makes me think about my good friend, my sister, my rod who you know she has shown up for my family in so many ways you know just I didn't even plan to even talk about her but hey I'm talking about you (laughs) um and it's kind of making me emotional because she has definitely shown that she is more than just a friend. She is a part of my community. Um, she is my sister. She has shown me in her actions what that looks like when it means to do service for the people that you love. Um, taking out time because she's a busy woman. She got her own things that she would like to accomplish. She has her own family Um, that she has to be present for and she still finds the time even though I'm all the way out here and she's all the way out there to not only show up for me but show up for my family even though that I am not there so service so honesty trust dependability and service means that's what my community looks like to me and I'm not gonna lie being out here I kind of feel like I am alone. Like I'm out here doing it by myself and stuff like that. But just a month ago, I had to realize I'm not out here doing it alone. I have people I can call on. I have people, whether they're here, whether they're wherever, I have people who can hold me accountable, who who are honest, who I can trust, who shows up, who I can also pour into and they can pour into me. And I don't feel like my cup is empty afterwards. You know, so when all of this stuff was going on, instantly my community showed up without me even knowing it. And that's just me sitting here reflecting back on what these last couple weeks have been. You know, I had a goal was to make sure this came out on the first. And I was worried about achieving that goal, especially with me worrying about where I'm going to live. Because when it comes 
to my living situation, that's probably the only thing in my life that can actually shake me. The only thing in my life that can actually really shake me because I've been homeless before. Um, I've slept in cars before. I've slept in shelters before. And I know how that feels. And I don't want to go back to it. You know, so... I'm very appreciative of my community and I'm continuously building my community. And it also makes you think about your expectations versus daydreaming, imagination, creating your own expectations of people. And I'm not saying do not have expectations of people. What I'm saying is people show you who they are. People show you who they are in probably the first time you ever meet them. So you take that and that's what you expect from them. It's that right there of what they've shown you. Not what you create in your mind. You can't. You, you can't do that because all you're doing is setting yourself up to be even more disappointed, right? And you wonder why you mad. You disappointed because you created your own expectations of what these people are going to be. Now, when people show you who they are, that doesn't necessarily mean you have to accept it, but you have to choose what you want to deal with and what you want to make space for because you can't allow people always in your space. That is draining, draining, draining. Have you ever felt like you had to prepare to go see a friend? And when I say prepare, like you had to make sure you took a nap. You had to make sure you pop a couple of ad bills. Y'all shouldn't be friends. <laughs> if you got to prepare that much just to go see somebody, you should not be friends with that person. Uh, and that goes to just protecting your space and being more in tune with yourself to be able to recognize when something it's just not matching up with your energy and you come out feeling depleted. And that's why it's so important to really sit there and think about how do you want your community and your tribe to look and feel like and not look physically, but just what does it look like to you? You have to envision that you have to see that you have to see yourself being part of a community that pours into you that allows you to thrive and evolve that allows you to reflect that allows you to feel right that allows you to grow that allows you to learn I mean that's the type of community that I want a community that I can call on when I need it a community that recognize when I need help or when I need direction and that I don't even recognize it. A community that holds me accountable because as much as we all wanna say that we're independent and we don't need anyone's help, everybody needs somebody. It don't have to be your mama and your daddy, your family. It could be anyone who you feel that matches up with your core values when it comes to what your community looks like. It does not have to look like what you think it should look like it can look like whatever you want it to look like and my community showed up and showed out 
showed up and showed out. And even um, someone who have, I have not known for a long time, I mean, she was even instrumental in the process of me finding a place and also just being comfortable with it, right? And, and people show up differently, and you have to be able to accept that. Everyone's not going to show up like you. I'm going to say that again. Everyone is not going to show up like you. Everyone is not going to be a friend like you. Everyone is not going to be a sister like you. So let's just throw that that expectation out the door. Because people are going through their own shit. And they may not have room for it. So how do you know when someone has room? Has the space to take in what you got going on. How do you know? You ask. You ask. Please ask. It's okay to ask. Ask me before you unload. And if you unload without asking, apologize after you unload and ask me then. I'll respect you even more. And if I unload on you and I don't ask you and you didn't ask me to unload, please check me. I should have asked y'all at the beginning of this uh podcast if I can unload but you tuning in so you already gave me your consent (laughs) um but yes um it's all about community I mean these past I'm gonna say three four months I have really been able to build my community and um, change the type of relationships that I have in my life because that is one of the biggest things that I've always wanted to work on is to change how I show up in the relationships in my life and not show up in a way that I'm trying to prove something or I'm trying to make up for something that I did not receive when I was younger. And I'm going to be able to explore more of things like that through doing this podcast and I hope that you guys continue to tune in and continue to reflect and connect with me through this process so yeah thank you for listening to my first episode and I'll see y'all next week on Tuesday what